0: Welcome to the All in a Homeschool Day podcast. You're listening to episode 53. If you're like most of my listeners, you too wear many hats and you have a lot of demands on your time. It's difficult to juggle it all as a homeschool mom, and it's easy to be overwhelmed by everything you need to do. This show is not about finding the right curriculum or doing all the right things. It's a real life look at homeschooling in a way that's right for your family. In this episode, I want to tell you why we're finally joining a homeschool co-op and give you the freedom to decide to join one or not. I want to share our story of how we've participated in co-ops in the past, and how we're going to this upcoming year. Before we jump into this episode, I wanna take a moment to remind you that enrollment for the Homeschool Roadmap is currently open. It's open through July 31st. It will be limited enrollment. And this is going to be an opportunity for you to join other homeschool families in a community with me as we set up your homeschool for success. So, if you have not established your homeschool, if you are unsure about how to plan your lessons, if you don't know how to create that atmosphere in your homeschool where your children are excited about learning and where you can homeschool with confidence. I encourage you to join me. We are going to have a blast working through the lessons together and uh, brainstorming and problem solving together as we set up your homeschool. You can find out more about that at triumphantlearning.com forward slash roadmap. So let's dive in. So to start off with, I want to say I don't have strong opinions about homeschool co-ops. There are many benefits and drawbacks to them. I will link in the show notes to a post I wrote about how to decide if a homeschool co-op would be a good fit for your family. Uh, Many families have had great experiences with homeschool co-ops, and we have not found one that really fit us well until hopefully this upcoming year. So in the past, they taught subjects that I didn't really wanna cover. I was more interested in a co-op that enriched our homeschool experience and didn't teach the core subjects. And that was just a personal preference because I knew how I wanted to present the subjects to my children, how I wanted to use the Charlotte Mason Method philosophy of education and I just couldn't find a co-op that really fit for that the other problem that we had with homeschool co-ops honestly was that the attendance policy was too strict we travel a lot this coming year is going to be weird in that we don't have any travel planned because of um, all of the issues related to the pandemic, but normally we travel quite extensively. So when I looked at the attendance policies of many of the co-ops in our area, I realized that their attendance policy was not compatible. We would miss more days in the first month of their co-op than they wanted us to miss the entire year. And there's nothing wrong with that. I understand that having regular attendance at the co-op is necessary for the students to continue learning, for the teachers to be able to plan, for you to be able to help with other activities. And yet, it went against one of the reasons that we homeschool. We wanted to be able to travel. And we typically travel in the off-season, not in the summer, Uh, it's generally not as busy. And we often will add on some time to the beginning or ending of a business trip and go along with my husband. So just those two reasons really held us back from joining a co-op. But that just means that we were not involved in an academic co-op. And I talk about the differences between an academic co-op and an enrichment co-op on the post. But Pretty much an academic co-op is focused on providing academic subjects for students. Many of them also have enrichment classes. So the classes such as photography or um, a literature class, something fun that the students might be interested in, but is not strictly the core subjects such as science or math Um, or like a high school English class. An enrichment co-op, on the other hand, has more of a targeted focus and generally does not cover academic subjects, although families could easily get together to do science experiments together. So what we did was I formed a nature study co-op. And basically, I needed the accountability to get out in nature and do our nature study. It was a situation where I needed that accountability and needed somebody else to be counting on me because otherwise it was just slipping through the cracks and we weren't getting it done. So it became a blessing to help us cover a subject that I wanted us to be covering but was having a hard time getting in as well as provided us some socialization time with other friends and family. And it was laid back. So I would basically say, I will be at these parks on these days. Come join us if you want. And so the families would show up and we'd have a great time. And if there was a season when I felt like, you know, I can't add this in right now, it wasn't a big deal for us to back off. So there's a lot of different options that you could engage in if you wanted to participate in an enrichment co-op such as the nature study co-op or going on field trips together or uh, getting together for a book club. And they, these could be short term, they could go on the entire school year. There's a lot of flexibility in terms of what you can do. Now, I will have to say that when my oldest was in middle school, everybody's interests started diverging, and many of the families that we were in the Nature City Co-op with started branching out to other academic co-ops and other activities that were uh, taking precedence in their interests and their uh, homeschool plan. And so the ages of the co-op tended to be younger and then it was my two girls, and so we decided that it was time for us to move on. We turned over the reins for the nature study co-op to another mom, and we, uh, for a while, we had no co-op, and it's weird in that the first thing that it seems people ask when they find out if we're homeschooling is if we belong to a co-op, and. I've pondered that and pondered why they ask that. And I think it's for two reasons. One, I think they're concerned about socialization. And so they think that as long as we're in a co-op, we're getting the socialization we need, which that's a whole nother issue. And I think also is the closest thing to a traditional classroom setting that they can understand and they're trying to understand what homeschooling is like and trying to envision what it is that we do. And so I think that's, they assume if you homeschool that you belong to a co-op. So it was always a little difficult for us when the in in between time when we were not a part of a a co-op and I, they would ask me, do you belong to a co-op? And I would say, well, we get together with friends, we belong to a PE class, and so we get together with other homeschoolers, but no, we're not a part of a co-op right now. And I think there are seasons that that is totally fine. We did have to work harder to find the community aspect that a co-op has built in by the very nature of getting together with others on a regular basis but that we were able to overcome that and we did that in a number of ways including having a time that the kids would just get together at one of the moms houses and have basically a play date while the other moms would go run errands uh we've had book clubs And some of them have been short term, such as to discuss one book. Sometimes they've been over a period of months, so we could discuss several books. We've gotten together for service projects and field trips. I mean, there's so many things that we could do, but they weren't formal co-ops. They were more just um, short term events that we were scheduling with friends. And that worked really well for all of us because the schedule was so much more flexible. So I alluded to the fact that in this episode, I am going to tell you why we're joining a co-op this fall. And basically our needs have changed and the options that we have available to us have opened up. So this fall, my daughter is uh, going to be studying chemistry and we were discussing it and realizing that, yes, we could study chemistry on our own. We could do the, the experiments on our own. But it would be much more fun and interesting to do those experiments with a group. And so it was important to, for us to find a way for her to be able to do that. And thankfully, a friend was telling me about a co-op that she belongs to, and she was going to be leading the chemistry class. So it was definitely God's providence that we were able to find that connection. And the more that I talked to her, I, the more I realized, I think we can make this attendance work. So we decided to join before COVID hit. And so uh, we thought we would still be traveling. And I made sure before we joined that attendance was not going to be an issue. And I think that had we still been traveling, it would have still worked out. We would have been able to be there enough. And yet, it was flexible enough that it would meet our needs. So basically, our needs changed. And we were able to find a co-op option that still allowed us to meet the goals and objectives that we've outlined in our homeschool mission statement. And I'll link to that in the show notes for you too, if you have not written your homeschool mission statement. Um, So I know what's important to us and to our family. And it took us a long time to find an option that one, met our needs and two, allowed us to continue home educating in a way that was in line with our mission statement. So I just want to close today by giving you some encouragement that it is totally fine if you find an awesome co-op that you want to join and it works fabulously for your family. And it's also equally fine if you don't find something that's meeting your needs. It may not be the right season for you to join, and you may need to consider just finding some friends to get together and cover those enrichment subjects or academic subjects that you want to cover and do it in a much smaller group. The size of the co-op does not matter so much as um, being able to meet the goals that you have outlined for your your homeschool make a co-op a homeschool co-op work for your family instead of intruding upon it. I hope you found encouragement from this episode and you're ready to face your homeschool day with confidence and joy. You've got this. I'd really appreciate it if you take a moment to leave a rating and review for the podcast that really helps other homeschool moms find the podcast and be encouraged too. Until next time, Have a triumphant day.